the Time Vortex Podcast. Uh, my name is Ken. Jonathan. Scott. Julia. Jeff. We're talking about uh, a new Doctor Who episode, The God Complex, 2011, with Matt Smith as the Doctor. This one's a weird one. Very. What do people good. think? Scariness. I loved it. I love the imagery in it. I liked it. It was it was creepy. I did not like it the first time I watched it, but upon rewatch, I liked yeah. it a lot more. Same with me. Uh, I had some problems with it. I had to go back and look at my old review online because I've only seen this episode once, and when I watched it today, I was like, wow, there's some really good stuff in this. Really good. I, I don't like Karen Gillan that much, but I thought she did pretty good in this for the most part. She, she did do her normal standing around like, I want to get out of here type thing, but there were some good scenes. And I love that type of episode, like the lot like the mind robber, where there's a lot of weird imagery that you would not normally see, and like the guy was surrounded by all the mannequins. Yeah, or, or, oh, not, or the mannequins. The when they start laughing, they start laughing, and the heads all turn around and stare at the doctor. He walks in. Was that, was, that, that was that was the creepiest part of the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> Toby Whitehouse. Oh, and then, you know, when they go into the rooms and their biggest fear and someone's afraid of clowns, and there's, like, this clown sitting on the bed with a balloon. Oh. He's got, like, a frown. He's like, well, nobody likes me. <laughs> Super creepy. Yeah, so. it was very creepy. And the sets looked a lot like from the Stanley Kubrick, The Shining mm-hmm. Hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's just, like, waiting for someone to come in, knocking on the door. Here's Johnny. Doctor's <laughs> <laughs> not done that many hotels, has it? No. No. Uh-huh. Not in the new stuff, anyway. And if you notice, like, in the stairwells, all the photos were of, like, deceased... Dead people. Yeah, and there was, like, a, I think there was a Santard in there. And there was a... Uh, a cat person. Did you do? There was a Silurian, yes. too, wasn't there? There was also a fly. There was. There was, like, a fly, an insect guy. <laughs> yeah, and there was a Doctor Who producer, too. Oh, was there? Yeah, Marcus Hearn, who's the producer. That, he was one of the humans that was just smiling. He was in there, I was like... I've seen him in DVD extras. <laughs> well, there's a Doctor Who restaurant and a Doctor Who bar, but I don't think there's a Doctor Who hotel. That would be pretty cool to have. Well, whenever there's a convention, it eventually turns into a Doctor uh, Who hotel. Yeah. yeah. You go into your room and there's a clown sitting in there. <laughs> but Rory was the only one that didn't have anything in a in a, in a one of the rooms. Yeah. Uh, does he have faith in the Doctor? The doctor said the reason they don't want Rory, I think, was because he said he doesn't have faith in anything. Doesn't have faith in the doctor? I guess not. I mean, okay. or his wife. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought that, I thought that was not doesn't make any sense, and I had to read my review to remind me that this bothered me. Um, Amy has massive faith in the doctor, and the doctor said, basically. Um, I didn't come back for you, I, whatever, and broke that faith instantly, and she was able to kill the Minotaur or whatever. I thought that was too easy. I, I thought that was kind of like, boy, all you do is say one, one or two things, and she now doesn't have faith in you? I mean, and it's been done before. It was done in the Curse of Fenrir. Yeah, it was just yeah, with Ace, and, it's with yeah. and it was done a lot better then. Yeah. Because he just says... You're worthless. You're an emotional cripple anymore. Let's just, you know. Yeah, he was. He was. He was pretty. He was mean, mean to her. Yeah. Whereas the doctor was just kind of like, you know, hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> and that was the character of Amy. The whole point of the girl who waited and all that was that she was had the faith that he would come back or whatever. 
and then he just kind of, it's almost like, oh, let's just get rid of that in this episode. And then I thought it would have been better if she was like, get, I want to leave. And she was the one who decided to leave the doctor because now she, her whole faith in him. And that would have been a nice ending for that character completely. But obviously they didn't do that. What do you, so, you think of the concept where they still go praise him and this minotaur comes and they get totally like all brainwashed and they find like evil god or whatever it was and they're all like want want this minotaur creature to kill him. It seems kind of weird and freak it's kind of scary in a way well yeah i mean that's the plot in and they eventually you know they succumb and all that and i liked the creature design i thought that was uh really well done yeah and the reference to being related to the naimon yes which is was, like the exact was... opposite of costume design i think that was one of the worst classic which 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 minotaur do you think looks better, the one that we had in God Complex or the one in Mind Robber? Oh, Mind Robber, oh, that's obviously. a tough one. <laughs> yeah. Or the one in uh, the Time Monster that was oh, yeah, that was bad too. I know, you know. Um, Darth Vader so with a bullhead on his head. Yeah. But um, they, there was a scene in, in uh, Horns of the Naimon where one of the actors is like, you know, puts his arm up to touch, reach a control panel, and you can see the, the mask <laughs> slide off. And they didn't even do a reshoot, and it was... Well, that was, you know, BBC. Yeah, I know. But if they did bring back that race of aliens, it would look a lot better now, you know. But I liked that, that nod to the old series. Can't do retakes because the lights go off at 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I like the characters in this, um, the, the, the guest characters... Even the ones that were only in it for a couple of minutes, oh, like the girl yeah. at the beginning, yeah. and David Williams as that cowardly alien. Yeah, I, yeah. Liked, I liked that concept. I mean, it. I was like, of all the people to survive, it had to be the, the scumbag guy. <laughs> he lets the guy get killed. Oh, he overpowered me. And the doctor looks at him like, yeah, right, you know. It's like, you coward. Was he related to... Was I can't remember now. If, was that the same race of aliens? Yes. It was in the Capaldi episode. Yes, under the yes. lake. Yeah, they you can tell like... because they have a little over overbite. Well, they can, yeah, they were rats. Yeah, yeah. The most conquered race. They have like a race. split top lip. The most conquered. If you race conquered us, you'd be home by now. Yeah, <laughs> the most conquered race in history. One thing I thought detracted from this episode a little bit was the music. Um, I thought it really was annoying me today when I was watching this, and I was like. It was the where you know the, I think it was when the, the thing was chasing after them or whatever, and it was like almost like Benny Hill. It felt like I was like, oh, what what is this? Why can't we have just scary music or building up the tension? And it's like, duh, 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 you know, it's no, do you know, just don't write music and then oh, it'll fit. Just write music to what's on there. You know, if, if you're trying to not make it as scary so the kids don't go puke or whatever, <laughs> don't just go yeah. all out and you know. Make it as scary as you can, and don't, you know, let up, because they, you didn't let up with the classic series. Spear Heaven Space and all those, Terror of the Autons, those episodes are not, they don't let up on those. They go all forward, and kids so, have nightmares, and they get over it. Right? <laughs> now that Moffat's leaving, do you think that maybe Murray Gold should leave also? Maybe. I don't, personally, he got, he got I don't dislike the guy, but I think that, you know, in any series... You can't just rely upon one composer for the whole show. Like in the classic series, 
they had incidental music composers for almost every different story, in the same way that they had different writers um, and different doll-like voices, whereas in the new series, it's like the same composer, the same doll-like voice. Um, so they use the same guy to do the Daleks all the time, and it's just like they always sound generic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? What are you called? No, the one that does the Dalek voices. Oh, Nick Briggs? Nick Briggs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the past, I mean, you could have more than one Dalek actor yeah. doing the voice, but they re- rely upon him, and I think they switch things up every now and then. Um, I felt bad for the... The, the typical, oh, you should come with me and travel in the TARDIS. Because oh, yeah. uh, every time they have that person, like, that is, like, even in Under the Lake and before the flood, they had that girl who was, like, you know, you're kind of like, oh, well, maybe she'll be, uh, you know, he or she or whatever, and, no, nope, that's a kiss of death. That means you're going to not make it. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. That would be, like, uh, Rita, right? That's her name, Rita. The nurse. Yeah. Also, okay, welcome to join us here. Can you put on this red shirt? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, You should come with me. I know you're not. It was interesting (coughs) that that the the baddie, the monster, like, all he wanted to do was die. Like, and I think he got his wish at the end. I mean, that was, you know, rather That's what he wanted. Yeah. So I thought that was a little twist there. What did you think of the going to the Romanovs and there's the Weeping Angels? You think they could just use something else, or uh, the weeping angels plugging himself yeah. again? But you think that was effective? Because by that time they're not really that scary anymore. Well, yeah. I mean that's what Amy was afraid of, though, right? That was Amy's fear. Was that Amy's room? Wasn't that in Amy's room? I don't know. She or later on she said something like, "See, I thought that was my room, but it was the little Amy waiting for the doctor was her room." Yes. Not the weeping so Maybe it was Rory's. Maybe it was, was it Rory's? No, but Rory did, said he, he kept seeing exit signs. He, who yeah, because he didn't have a room. That's why he kept seeing exit signs. Because that machine didn't oh. run. So, Weeping Angels was... Um, Maybe it was the, the, the alien. The alien. What's, what, what is that alien's race? I can't think what it's called. What did the doctor see in his, his room? Well, it was the crack. We find that out later during his regeneration story. Oh, okay. Why, did they actually show him going in there? with the, I don't know. Yeah, that. they did. And then there's like the nerdy kid, and he opens the door, and it's all these oh, like popular cheerleader yeah, girls laughing yeah, at him. Yeah. <laughs> what was the? Well, one of the pictures it said Florence, or something like that. It was like a. It, it didn't make any sense. If Daleks, I can understand, or that creepy gorilla, or whatever. But there was one that I think it said Florence or something. I'm like, mm. what? I don't get that. Well, the story also. At a the premonition of what happens to Amy and Rory. Yes. The doctor goes, I don't want to be standing over your you, you your, over your grave. And then the angels take him in hand. That's exactly what happens. He stands over their grave. Can't wait to cover that episode. So that kind of was foretelling of what actually happens to him, which is now that you look back on it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that actually did happen. Well, I find that a lot with the new Doctor Who stuff. When you rewatch the old stuff, you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was, uh, I had forgotten that they leave in the show. I mean, because they don't leave for too long, so. But I thought that was a little bit odd. When I, as I was watching it again, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about this part. 
And it just seemed kind of... Well, it seemed like the doctor wanted to get rid of him because he didn't actually... Because he didn't want them to end up dead. That, yeah. Well, that's how the episode it, yeah. eventually turns out to be because they've had so many close encounters, probably. Yeah. I have another point and I lost it, so you can keep, you can keep talking until I can remember it. I just wish David Williams' character got killed. That stupid rat. I can't. What's the name of that alien race? Do you remember? <laughs> no. Not to Wikipedia. But next time, the next, the next episode. But Amy's room. What do you guys? It was number room number seven. It was the only single-digit room that they, you see in the whole episode besides a lot. Yeah, you know, it was seven. Kind of. Is that how old she was when she first met the doctor? Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, well, she seemed a little older than that. Well, it could have been. The one, th one thing that probably wouldn't normally bother me, but I remember reading about it during an episode with Amy and Rory, and it was very obvious. Um, I think maybe I'm being like modern-day PC or whatever, but from what I can gather from Rory and Amy's relationship, and I've always been critical of their relationship because even though they seem to be a couple, Amy always seems to want to kiss the doctor, and I know they, they backed off on that, which I'm glad they did, but they, they always kept, there was always that relationship problem, but Amy must beat on Rory constantly, because every episode he's talking about, you, oh, you, I thought you were going to hit me, you hit me with a shoe, there's an episode where he's, he's just hitting him over and over and over again. The, uh, I don't know if it was Asylum Daleks or whatever, where at the beginning she's... Well, they were thinking, fighting in that one. Yeah, but she's hitting him constantly, and I felt, is that okay in this day and age for um, a spouse member to hit another spouse member constantly like that? That bothered it, me, too. If he hits her, then... It would never be, like... Yeah, you're, you're yeah, done. You'd, I, you know... But, yeah, that would never happen in a reverse gender role. And I know that they're trying to make her a uh, fiery, you know, redhead or whatever, but um, I felt like he, he, she takes advantage of him and abuses him. There's scenes where she, the two of them work really well, and she's like, oh, my God, you know. But then the next moment, she's, like, pounding on him, and yeah. it's just like, oh. oh River Song does that to the doctor as well, and it's like, you know, a punch on the shoulder or something would be okay, but, like, a slap in the face, that's that's she domestic violence, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank God what if she I, missed? I yeah. <laughs> I thought that was... Dumb, but. <laughs> no, no, I find the whole character of River Song dumb anyway, so it kind of no. fits. But that, that, I mean, I wanted there, I wanted them to, I wanted there to be a, a relationship that wasn't totally based on sex and was like a, I, I care about that person it seemed like in Doctor Who it's that, that's hard to come by because you know you don't see it too often I guess you know Rose and um, Mickey didn't have that Rose was for the doctor Martha was for the doctor Donna Donna no, no didn't have it which was good and it was refreshing but in this case when Amy kissed the doctor in that episode from the previous season or whatever, I was just like, you know, everything that, that the show had been building up, you know, why can't you have a relationship where you don't fall in love with someone? Why can't you have a regular relationship? It died down when Clara came back. She didn't really... Yeah, yeah. There was a little bit of it, but, you know... But the the Roy Amy thing, uh, <coughs> you know, I didn't think they, they worked chemistry-wise 
It was an odd relationship, yeah. and I don't know why Rory put up with her and mm -hmm. why he went through what he went through for her. Mm -hmm. Because she certainly didn't seem very appreciative of it. Yeah, especially when you see the flashbacks when they're kids and he's hiding and she forgets about him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she totally takes him for granted. It's like Rose and Mickey. Rose and Mickey, I mean, you know, she didn't want to, you know, she but, was kind of... But yet, at the end, she lets the angel send her back in time. Yes. To be with him. Yeah. And there's a progression as episodes go on. There's some episodes where they're, they're willing to sacrifice each other and... There's a, I, if I remember correctly, there's a couple episodes where she's suddenly like, oh my God, I can't believe, you know. And then there was an episode where she, she was going to make a decision and she picked Rory over the doctor for something. Who, who, who's going to die or whatever, who wouldn't die. So she's, she definitely progressed and they went in the right direction. But it's one of the reasons I didn't like her, her character too much because she was kind of like, come on, Rory, you know, shut up, you know, and, and I don't both. care if you waited around for hundreds of years or whatever, you and know. this all goes back to her having the faith with the doctor and not yeah. her husband <laughs> in this episode. Were they married in this episode? I don't think they yes, were. Yes, they were. They, were they? Because oh. they got married at the end of the, the first The first season? That's, that's this, yeah. Let's, uh, we can make a whole podcast from that. From one. Rory and Amy, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Therapy session. But for the most <laughs> part, we all enjoyed this episode. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I, I did, mean, yeah. It was weird, but it was good weird. It was good weird, yeah. It's got to be one of the best ones of that season, because I remember, this is one of the only seasons I never watched more than once. I had a lot of problems with a lot of it, and... Because um, it, it, it was the River Song season. Uh, it was that whole astronaut thing. Oh, yeah. Which I thought, the first one, I thought the imagery of that was great. But, yeah, I just, but watching this again, I'm like, wow, I, I, I thought I remember not liking this one. And I think in my review, I was more upset about how they, the faith was broken and it overpowered everything else. But when I watched it again, I was like, you know, this is kind of what I want the new show to be like. I want that imagery all the time, and I love how it looks. And the doctor, Matt Smith, was really good in this. He had a lot of good things to say, and he's trying to, he's trying his best. And I, I miss that eccentric, that eccentric, like it was more. Where he's kind of like, oh, the doors. Where are the doors? You know, he was more serious in this one. He wasn't yeah. too goofy. Yeah. Yeah, that was my major complaint about Matt Smith's era as the doctor. He's very. Manic goofy. and goofy. Well, he's, he. I didn't mind some of that, but. Yeah, I didn't mind some because he, he kind of reminded me of the second doctor. Yeah. The second doctor was like that a lot. When he got too goofy, but yeah. all the doctors kind of, well, not Eccleston, but. Or Hurt. Well, but I mean, well, David Tennant got like that too. Um, yeah. From time to time, and I didn't like that because it's humor. Or but Graham <laughs> Williams, Tom Baker. Well, that was ridiculous. <laughs> that was just bad. But um, it was funny because when I saw, I, I, when I first saw Matt Smith, I really liked his doctor and I really wanted it to, to be good and the stories weren't that good. But um, after seeing this episode, I kind of miss Matt, Matt Smith, actually, because I, I'm like, oh, yeah, some of this stuff I did like. And I'm almost comparing him to Peter Capaldi, and I like Peter Capaldi a lot, but um, I, I almost felt like, Oh, I miss Matt Smith a little bit, and I don't know if it's not because I don't like Capaldi as much as I thought I did, but um, it, it, I tend to do this with this show a lot. I tend to, as we move forward, I tend to look back at the 
past and go, ah, they weren't that bad because look where we are now. And it seems Guitar like Guitar playing on the tank. Yeah, well, so... <laughs> yeah, it, you can tell that certain stories stick out when you end up watching them more than once. Yeah. And there's, mm -hmm. there's some that I saw once and would never watch again. Yeah. I don't know what else came out this season, but... This has got to be one of the best ones. I know closing time, I saw that, you know, coming next week, I'm like, oh, yeah, that one wasn't my favorite. It was okay, but was Girl Who Waited in this season? Yes, it was. It also won the... Um, that was... Um, Night Terrors, too, the, the, the dolls. Oh, those dolls. Those that was a Mark Gatiss one. That's actually yeah, one of the I, I, don't, I don't remember that at all. That's the one... Yeah, was that, there a girl in there, something, a little girl or something in it? A little boy. Yeah. It was actually an alien. Any, yeah, they live in a housing. Else. They live in a housing complex, like yeah. a you estate. Amy becomes a doll. They have the giant doll. You don't remember that? I saw one? it once. It was, was kind of creepy. I, I had trouble remembering this one until I saw it. You know, well, this is not my favorite Matt Smith season. Uh, I, so. No, but I I've only seen these episodes once. So, girl, who waited? I saw him more than once because that one was that was outstanding. And that was her best episode that she did in the in the whole thing. Um, because it f felt like she was actually there <laughs> acting as opposed to just like, you know, I'm waiting to hear back from, uh, from Kevin Feig on Marvel or something, you know, but, <laughs> but yeah, so this was, this was a good one. Yeah. Thanks for listening.